0: one and two republic of texas radio hey mike and mike mike in kentucky is on the line and i'm trying to figure out how to speak all of a sudden Anyways, we were talking a little bit about the past, and, you know, Mike, you were just telling us about uh, 2001 and, uh, the well, the Power Hour, Choice Riley, and, you know, we, we, in what context were we talking?
1: Uh, you were just, you were talking about how you'd found that hard drive and that oh, you went Freeman. back and found all yeah. the uh, old stuff, you know, and uh, so it kind of ro- reminded me of some things, and I went on to the Wayback Machine. I just wanted to see mm-hmm. how far back the Power Hour goes because I remember listening to them on C-band satellite in the 90s. And mm-hmm. Alex Jones, used to be able to call in on before he went to what I call the megaphone <laughs> mode. You know, yep. I think, uh, George W. Bush, before he got elected to president, Alex Jones infiltrated Bohemian Grove. I, uh, or, oh, yeah. No, wait, I've got that. He megaphoned that mansion, uh, the governor's mansion in Texas. Because George mm-hmm. W. Bush was in there, and I can't remember what the circumstances was, but I thought it was something to do with Bohemian Grove. Because I have all that on VHS videotape. He sent those to me wow. to air them on local cable access back oh, in the really? 90s. In wow. March, of, March of 1997, in a gas station, I ran into a guy who recognized me, and he says, hey, man, I could use your help. Go see this white-haired guy, and we you, you, you still do video production or anything. I was like, no, I'm a bicycle mechanic. But he had known me <laughs> in 1990. He knew me in 1990. I like and, uh, for about six months, I worked for him at a little, you know, low power TV station. So he was like, I really need some help. So I went over there and, and, uh, was able to help him with a lot of the stuff that they, uh, lost like five people. Five staff members just walked out. So I, I didn't know the history of that, but, uh, so I started in helping them out, and they wanted me to do a news show, and they didn't provide any content. I'm like, <laughs> so this ex-police officer had set up a uh, computer. You remember Netscape Navigator? And Quarterdeck Mosaic was a the browser they had. And uh, I started printing off news and doing uh, what the locals, some of the locals called it computer news. But they wanted me to do a half-hour or an hour newscast, and they didn't have any content. So I started reading about how the Chinese had infiltrated our uh, electrical grid, was going to hack it down way before the Y2K scare. British media, like The Guardian, was reporting on all that. But I found Alex Jones, I think on shortwave, or, of course, I was listening to For the People with Chuck Harder the whole time I was working as a mechanic, because uh, I had to drive like an hour and ten minutes. So FM Formula Radio is, uh, music radio gets old after a while. You're fishing around and you find Chuck Harder for the people. I actually heard Pat Choate before he was the running mate. For I don't Ross know Perreault. those
0: people. I, I Pat really Chote don't
1: was the know those mate. People. Pat Choate was the running mate before. Uh, he the ad- uh, or, Admiral, well, Admiral or Perreault. Captain. Or-
0: yeah, yeah Ross Perot was... Running with some wacko uh, general or something like yeah, that. Yeah, well, was?
1: ex-military guy and, and uh, uh, the guy on Saturday I Night he was Live. A wacko. His the, the guy on Saturday Night Live that his wife killed him. Uh, what <laughs> Hartman? Phil Hartman was uh, making fun of him. Who am I? Why am I here? You know, if these and what it, what they took out of context was he was saying was that if if both these parties are offering you something that you want to hear, who am I and why am I here? You know. But uh, he made him sound dumb. And, of course, I think uh, Rod Paul actually said something like that. If I would have won, they would have killed me. I think the same mm-hmm. thing would have happened with Ross Perot. I, that's why Trump is seen as such a curveball, right? Uh, the League of Women Voters lost. Seen as is the operating words. Seen, right. seen as. Right, okay, presented as, ahead. we might say. He's presented as such a curveball. But uh, the... Um, yeah, uh, he threw me a curveball, and I can't remember what I was going <laughs> to say. But anyway, okay. it, it, it was uh, the League of Women Voters lost the presidential debate because Ross Perot bought his way on stage. So they they threw that. The, you know, that's the only significant thing that ended up really happening with Ross Perot. Mm-hmm. But so I started paying attention to alternative media probably about 1992 three, and mm-hmm. I saw I followed that along. You know, I never knew okay. the backstory behind. Public Radio and Genesis and why they split up and whatever happened with Mark Cornkey. They grew bigger.
0: They grew bigger. It grew. But Republic. Uh, Republic Broadcasting grew out of that. When everybody says that they're they're tired, and you know, I understand that you can't perceive the kind of growth in the alternate media that's out there, and uh, I, I really do understand that. But if you look at back in the day, the 90s, where we had the Alex and, you know, John Statmiller and, and all these folks that were, were running around trying to get the information out. And it's more, and even those names were second tier, right? They weren't the, the originator, originators, right? Oh, no. The Jordan Maxwells and the so forths and,
1: you know, the there, there's that- a lot of them. Well, I'm trying to remember the ex Navy guy, or I, th- I think he was ex Navy, that uh, died on the mountaintop in uh, Arizona, had the Veritas newsletter. Um, mm. Alex Jones was accused of plagiarizing I, him. Uh, Alex yeah, Jones was I, accused of plagiarizing him over September 11th. I just obviously can't remember so his much name. In he was, story was a big shortwave radio guy. Not, yeah, I'm not I'm qualified not, Bill, to speak Are no, you know? talking about Bill yeah, Cooper? Yeah, Bill right Cooper. Now. Yeah, William yeah, Cooper kind of, yeah. William William Cooper had the Veritas newsletter. I yeah. knew a guy who was photocopying. He had access to a large format photocopier. He was photocopying the, the Veritas yeah. newspaper in the 90s and was distributing it all over Moorhead, Kentucky. <laughs> 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 Making his own photocopies. He was probably, you know, absconding with uh, office supplies from where he worked. I, I can't remember, but basically he's misusing office equipment to photocopy that, but I got a few copies of his photocopies oh, of that, right. and uh, but the the history goes back a long ways, and and I mean, abandon hope, all ye who enter here. If if you're going to just throw in the towel and say there is know.
0: no abandoning hope, you can Good 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 luck. It's kind of like that Matrix thing, you know. I just want to be put back into the system. You don't fit anymore, right? Nope. You don't fit. Nope. Sorry, There's guys, just,
1: you can't. And, and uh, so you can't go back. That's that last caller basically, he's playing right into what I've heard a lot of the establishment and politicians and 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 uh, especially Republicans. They say that they they try to short circuit the idea of a free press by saying it's just entertainment, infotainment, mm-hmm. and so I it's not know. freedom of the I'm... press anymore. It becomes entertainment. No, mm-hmm. so there goes the First Amendment. But you know, we all we all know that by now that. The entire well, legal system's been scrapped, so it, it, it goes been,
0: on and on, right? right. You know, um, I'd say it's like uh, Ronnie Dame's Dio, Heaven and Hell. <laughs> Here we go, back and forth. Hey, thanks for the call, All Mike. Right, sure. um, I really do appreciate that. I want to get on. I have a clip that I want to play, and a little bit I want to talk about. But before we'll go to that, uh, we got Sherry in Kansas. Um, Oh, let's make some room for Sherry. Uh, Good morning. morning. Hello. Yeah,
2: I uh, I would say Chuck harder. That I caught on local AM stations around here uh, back in the early nineties. That's who. That's when I started waking up. You know, hmm. I. And then uh, one night, usually that station that played them, they went off at nine o'clock. And one night when there was tornado warnings, uh, they stayed on. But in between, and Chuck Harder was they were catching him off what they called the Sun Radio Network. And at nine o'clock, that when they went off, um, Tom Valentine was on the Sun Radio Network. And since they were on past <laughs> nine that night, I started listening. To Tom, I said, "Who is this guy?" And, um, so I, I had to give me a shortwave radio just so I could listen to Tom and, um, and then That's, I had to start, oh. uh, subscribing to the spotlight. <laughs> and oh, that was uh,
0: the nineties or the eighties or that was was the early
2: nineties when I started okay. learning about that. Uh, it was like 92, I think. And then, um, uh, you know, I I used to, uh, Stockwell was that, run, I think his name was Stockwell, was running, made of Ross Perot, and then they didn't uh, they didn't accept, accept him. You know, they vilified him. So that's when mm-hmm. Pat Choate came on. But Stockwell was the one that was saying that, you know, golf Gulf of Tonkin was BS. He was one of the first ones putting that out because he was there. You know, he was one of the Navy pilots or something. But um, yeah. anyway, uh, and they vilified him, tried to say he was crazy and stuff. Really? Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, but, they, they, I think of Joe, uh, Joe Biden when I think of that time. You know, it was like Ross Perot was running with Joe Biden as a VP, but maybe like you say, that was the vilification, you know, oh, the, yeah. the attack. Yeah. Mm.
2: Um, you I know, was you, a
0: kid at the time.
2: So you hear the, uh, ignorant, the things in the old ignorant. days, like when those, that deal that happened in uh, uh, Tennessee in some county when the uh, veterans came back from World War II and tried to clean up their uh, county from the uh, corrupt elections. And, you know, when you see what Joe Biden's doing and letting our country be invaded, and we can't seem to do anything about it. I mean, they've got the military captured, apparently, uh, and I mean, they're just letting all these people in. I think all we can do is um, is try to work on a local level. Like, you know, uh, a,
3: a, a lot of a lot of the national Christian organizations, you know, are, are involved in helping infiltrate, you know, these uh, illegal. Migrants, whatever you want to call them, you know, into the country, you know, the Catholic. And I remember, you know, the one of the big Lutheran foundations was involved in bringing them in. You know, and but, you know, going back, you know, to people that kind of helped, you know, a lot of people become aware, you know. Kind of. You have to throw Art Bell in there because I did nothing about shortwave or anything. All I had was, you know, AM off radio. And Art Bell, you know, came on late at night. And he would have some guests on. And it would be, you know, a lot more informational and controversial than anything else you were hearing, but didn't go real deep. But, um, but you know, just kind of danced
0: Art around the Bell. edges of a lot of stuff. But he kookified it, right? I loved Dark yeah. oh, yeah. Bell in the '90s. It, it was just like, oh, that's crazy! There, it's aliens and Bigfoot. It's real. Oh, who's Ron Paul? <laughs> oh my uh, god! Um, yep.
2: But like. Ingrid had a good show on last night where she had a guest that was telling you how to fight these, uh, putting all this uh, wireless. Yeah, yeah, she did. uh, I mean, they're even trying to do it in the country. And you know,
0: again, I, I really liked that, right? And she she talked about some of the harmful effects of uh, radiation, right? The different kinds, and they're like, oh, non-radiating, no non-ionizing. But in the end, what did what did it come to, Sherry? It's like, go to my website, download the files, and give them to your city council. Well, you right? have to Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the solution. These guys will actually listen to me, right? And okay, I am jaded. I am so jaded. She is right. You go over your city council and this was from Ingrid's show last night. You go over to your city council and you sit there and they go, "Who is this? Do we know him? Let's find out who he is." Right, and then they figure it out, but they don't accept your documentation. We've been fighting fluoride in Fredericksburg since forever. big old fight, right? Alex Jones came here to fight fluoride, you know, and we we had it on the ballot, but you know these battles with city council when they're you're battling sleepy people, you know unfortunately, I'm sorry, hey, I you hear about- I'm more jaded than sherry. I think go ahead, did Sherry.
2: You- did you hear about um that Marie Lasseter that John Moore has on on Fridays, Mm-mm. a few weeks ago, it was sometime in December, I think, she told her story about how she fought fluoride in Texas County for two two of the places, at least two of the cities they were putting it in, in uh, Herd County, and it's the biggest county in Texas. But, uh, I mean... She actually had a uh, a tornado, I can't remember the rating, but it, it did a lot of damage on her house. It did like 200,000 damage on her house. And I mean, if she, and it was when she was going to the airport to pick up this guy in Canada, that one guy that's been so active, and... Uh, they hadn't have stopped and ate because he wanted to eat at a certain place that they would they would have been killed in that tornado, probably. Wow. and, yeah. and it ended up her, her, her husband ended up that, dying right? over that crap.
0: Aw, that's sad. you, you ought to guy- listen
2: to that. I mean, and she can't help yeah. but think that she, it was a targeted thing.
3: You mentioned a guy in Canada. That, was that Percy Schmeiser or someone like that? Maybe or no? What? This was you
2: know. this was a guy on fluoride.
1: Oh, okay. This okay. is
2: that um, that guy that uh, used to be head of at least in a province okay. of that kind of stuff, and then he or head of a dental association or something because he was a dentist that rose up into administration or something. And I, uh, I can't think of his name right now, but I know I've got some of his stuff. But, yeah, it's... Uh, um. We're
0: building off the backs of giants, you know, who, quite honestly. I mean, the fact that Republic Broadcasting is still even here is a, a damn miracle. And it's a very uh, important platform. You know, we can go off, uh, Sherry, and, you know, we get a YouTube Glumper or a Blumper or whatever video platform, audio platform, and share our stuff and subscribe and do favorites and all that crap, right? But on here on Republic, you know, it keeps building and building. There aren't very many places like Republic, and I didn't really just mean to blow the horn of Republic broadcasting, but it is kind of important, right, uh, Sherry? How many years have you been listening to Republic broadcasting? By the way.
2: Uh, well, I w- I would get uh, John on uh, shortwave when his show, and I think that was a long time ago. And then 90s, he had, right? it, it was costing too much to be on shortwave, and I uh, I actually won one of those uh, uh,
0: free to airs,
2: free to air systems off the power hour. My neighbor sent my name in. Because she already had it, and it was awful nice. Because we couldn't afford it at the time, but it was 2010 when I started listening to them regularly because of that mm. satellite.
0: Uh, it was a good year. A good year for RBN. Well, I don't know if it was a good year for RBN, but I remember 2010 it was. Uh, but I'm getting you know sidetracked again. Thanks for the call, Sherry. All
2: right. Thanks. Yeah. I really and, and, you appreciate
0: it. On, on that note, Steve, you know, once again, uh,
3: you know, um, you know, I've talked with Rick from Rick Satellite, and and he says that that you know between him and you know the other other suppliers, yeah, that he's pretty sure that there are well over you know a, a million of those Ku satellite you know receivers out there, and and there are a lot of people kind of like me who are basically analog that don't want to get into this, and I, I guarantee you that we've got a lot of people out there listening, you know, on on, on KU Satellite. And uh, well, it is welcome. amazing that it's still there, because a lot of these things you have
0: know, dropped off. But- yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it is amazing. And speaking of analog people, uh, Dave Von Kleiss, well, the Power Hour has kind of been brought up several times during this show, and not by me. Right, I'll just say that. But I had planned on kind of bringing up Dave Von Kleist because I uh, happened to hear one of his shows uh, this morning in the middle of the night. Uh, I, I miss his show during the day. He is here on Republic Broadcasting org. you know he used to be on the power hour he used to be the power hour him and Joyce and it was amazing when he disappeared from the power hour somewhere around 2010 2013 something like that I don't know it's just history I kind of wondered about Dave you know how is he going to do you know with his new show you know because he's well he's from a different era of broadcasters and you know we'll, we'll see right throw him in and see how he and, does and you want and you want to talk about someone
3: who joked i mean he would write write his own little songs and everything now yeah. pretty damn funny and yeah, he he's he, he made it he, he is made it pretty enjoyable to to power hour he, he was
0: he, he was quite a card yeah. let's let's play the clip sam before i um lose this thread
4: Anyway, back to this issue about this southern border invasion. Millions and millions of people coming across with maps. Oh, and they, how do they get cell phones? Oh, and they're being given stipends and money and all kinds of stuff. And, in, and in, in New York City, they're throwing the children out of the schools and putting immigrants in there. And in Chicago, the police stations have been taken over. They're no longer there to serve the public. They're serving the immigrants. <laughs> This is, this is what's going on across the country. Oh, you sanctuary city idiots out there. <laughs> sanctuary city idiots, I could, should call them. How do you like what you got now? <sighs> My gosh. Oh, by the way, there's another thing. It was uh, Somebody posted on Facebook up in Chicago, there's a gun dealer. And uh, he's pretty upset because he's found out that the ATF has changed their regulations... And now, as the ATF and the federal government is doing everything that they can to disarm the American public, in the meantime, if you're an illegal immigrant, you can go in and buy a gun with no background check. No background check. Oh, you came in from Guatemala? No problem. Here's a gun. <laughs> oh, you're, you're here from Afghanistan? Oh, yeah, here's a gun. I feel like Oprah Winfrey. You get a gun and you get a gun and you get a gun. As long as you're not an American citizen, you can have a gun. Not only that, but listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to this one, campers. They're actually considering the, hiring them to the police force.
0: This- yeah, yeah, yeah. How's that for radio, folks? Dave Von Kleiss. It's been around for over 20 years. No, that was pretty good, there, Alan. Have you heard him his show yet?
3: Uh, a, a couple of times, yeah. He, he's on what Tuesday and Thursday, I believe. Yeah, he's a weekday host now. Yeah,
0: he yeah. does it in about an hour show, but I, I, I you know, yesterday. I can't remember the show, and it doesn't really matter. Somebody was talking about, no, it was actually Friday, and it was on the Richard Carey show. Uh, somebody was talking about uh, Abbott and his shuffling people around, you know, the illegals, you know, they come here, he puts them on a bus and sends them over to New York and says, nana, nana, boo, boo, or whatever, Chicago, here you go, here, I have 20, right? Here's 20 more, 20, 20, 20. Well, you know what, folks? Uh, oh, yeah. That was a good idea of Abbott's right, because that brought brought over the awareness. The fact is he's moving hundreds and they're moving thousands an hour, right They're moving a whole hell of a lot of illegal aliens. Constantly and often. I listen to a local radio station out of San Antonio uh, during the morning time. At at times, when I can palate it, sometimes my stomach won't allow me. But anyways, I listen to them. And they they talk a lot about their, well, um, movement center. Right? So they have this center where all the illegals show up at the sanctuary city in San Antonio. And by the way, everything that Dave um, von Kleiss has covered... I can't verify a lot of that, right? I I have found verification to the majority of what he's talking about, you know, and I don't care about the rest, you know, but it, it really seems true. But anyways, they ship these people from Texas's southern border all the way to San Antonio, and this has nothing to do with Abbott. Right. And from there, the feds stick them on jets and they fly them here and they fly them there. And then meanwhile, we've got Governor Abbott, right, roly poly, as I like to call him. He's sitting there going, I'm busting them all. They're getting hundreds of thousands of people arriving at their little New York, hundreds of thousands in their, you know, Chicago, Denver, wherever. Right. But they're not coming from Abbott. Where are they coming from? They're not walking on their own. They're moved by the Feds. Abbott is holding water for the Feds. He's playing the bad guy, right? Oh, look, Abbott put all these people in your town meanwhile, you know. Biden is moving those around. And you know it's true, all you listeners. And hey, hey, you know, you know it's true that the feds are moving them around. You know, you've heard it before, right? But when we, we look at Abbott and we say, well, see, he did a good job. You know, he's moving people to sanctuary cities, right? Oh, praise Abbott. Right. You know, he did a good job. I didn't agree with that whole thing. I, I'm more inclined with uh, to agree with uh, the fact that they made being an illegal alien illegal. Right. You know, that's an interesting twist to the word illegal. Um, yeah, that, that works good. But Abbott is not your friend. Abbott is not my friend. Right. Greg Abbott, the only thing that we can do, and everybody keeps saying this, and Alan, I'll shut up any minute now um, is, well, stop participating in the game. Right, And I don't know how to do that. Texas independence comes to mind. I know Texas is fighting that. Abbott's fighting that. The entire Republican Party of uh, Texas is fighting that. And the people are getting more and more fed up with the nonsense that's happening throughout the corporate United States of America. United States, if you prefer. Ah, Okay, time for me to shut up, Alan. Go ahead. What do you think? Yeah, no, Steve. That was, that was a that was a pretty good little rant there. You know, um,
3: what what do I say to that, Steve? You know, by the time I don't know, we wake up, we'll be we'll be surrounded. The, the enemy will be no, within. It's already within. True. Um, you know, it's it's going it's going to be um, not a pretty situation. Um, you know, I, I, I've, I've said many times before. You know, like chance, like chance. I, I wish there was something that 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 us as individuals could do, but you know. Um, and I, I, you know I can bring up you know the, the guy standing in front of the tank in Tiananmen Square, you know more power to him. You know, damn, you know, pissed off, you know wanted this everything to stop, everything to change, and stood in front of a tank, and that's not a very good survival strategy. God, you know, one, yeah. one person, but you know, but but if if there would have been ten thousand Chinese swarmed that tank, they could have broken in, broken into it, and disabled it, and you know gotten rid of it. But um, one guy standing in front of it just greased the treads a little bit. You know, and and they know that they know they've got us in this situation, and it is very frustrating. You know, to want to do something, but at this point in time, uh, a lone martyr doesn't do a hell of a lot. You know, uh, you know, so supposedly one guy set off the you know the Arab Spring, you know, or whatever they you know whatever that was in what was it Tunisia or Algeria, you know. Supposedly, one guy setting himself on fire started that whole ruckus over there, and I know that didn't happen. Oh, no, <laughs> that, that was all. You know, that that was planned and and created to you know for specific purposes. Know.
0: You know the, the the funniest thing is the, the the creation of the Arab Spring and there's a lot of stuff that came out of there, right? The the Houthi movement is somewhere involved in that, and I, you know, I was just looking up for the the the, the Houthis. I'm like going, okay, so when did they come up? But the Arab Spring and the Houthis, right? Um, those are the the Houthis are really their group is called the Supporters of God. Right. It's like, oh, crap, really? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're in trouble there. That whole thing's burning right now in the Middle East, and, and we're sitting here being invaded from the South, and nobody really cares, like von Kleiss had said, and he's not the only one that, that, that has said that, and... Well, I sure the hell hope that that guy that he was referring to in Chicago, the gun dealer, isn't correct. That if you go in there and say, "Hey, no habla espan or inglés," um, you can go ahead and get a, a gun, right? You know, then the only thing holding people back that are nefarious is a couple hundred dollars. You know, okay, there you go, Here you go. Oh, I can insult to you? You know, not a problem, and. That, that means something, because at the, the point that we are today, Alan, there are illegal immigrants committing crimes and coming together in multiples, more than one, um, committing, you know, atrocities. Yeah, they're not quite atrocities yet. They're, they're, they're getting there, right? Just basic rapes, um, you know, uh, breaking into stores and stealing stuff. Ah, hold on. We'll level it down a couple notches and do ducks and bunnies for you. Republic of Texas Radio.
4: You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org.
5: Standing six foot four, weighing in 245 pounds of crime-fighting, political science, analyzing broad, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Patrick Slattery.
4: So Mike, get off this anti-cicada agenda.
5: I'm a born-again traditional Christian. And my favorite possessions are right here on my nightstand. That would be the King James Bible and my 357 revolver.
6: I'd rather be ruled by Chinamen than Jews. Call it with the anti-Semitic remarks, right? Just because you
4: steal an election and terminate the republic doesn't mean you terminate the people in the republic. Because we're still here.
2: I'm not taking the
4: vaccine. You, Bill Gates.
7: There was a way forward still on January 6th. What needed to be done is to object to every single state.
5: The COVID-19
7: virus was the setup. The vaccine could very well be a bioweapon. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at
0: 1 Central. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee. And I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee. And after traveling so much to Europe, South America, in trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the US, I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. But the biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee, it's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code repub 10 That's R-E-P-U-B-1-0.
8: People often write to tell us, What has happened for them since starting Extendivite? Allow me to read a few. In one month, my blood pressure dropped significantly. I no longer get chest pain after exercise. It's amazing, and I ordered my second bottle. The reviews are spot on. My target is to get off BP meds, and if it keeps going like this, I see a light at the end of the tunnel. So far, a great product is what it claims to be. Great product, a few days in, and I could feel a difference for certain. Not checking medical stats yet. I know this is really working by how I feel. We'll continue to take this product. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit ExtendoVite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with
2: ExtendoVite.
0: I took a few breaths, so I'm I'm a lot calmer, and um, yeah, I don't know how long that's going to hold. Actually, we've got about thirty minutes left in the show. You're free. Feel free to call in. I got a couple callers on the line. I see you there, Miles in Maine. Glad you called in. Um, I got one in front of you. You can call into one 9443 is the eight hundred number. It costs us money, but you can also call five one two. do us a favor, give us a call, keeps me from talking too much, yeah, or letting Alan talk too much. You want to go to the phones, Alan? Okay, Jason, Jason in Pennsylvania, thanks for calling in, man.
5: Hey, hey guys, Mm. what's happening, how are you?
0: Good morning.
5: Can you hear me? How are you? Yes, I can hear you. Excellent. Did you guys happen to catch uh uh Travis's show on
0: Friday night? Ooh, maybe. I think I started listening. What were you What are you referencing? The the, fi- the final hour with Travis. He had this
5: this uh fascinating guest on uh Jeff Calhoun
2: mm. uh, from
5: TacticalCivics.com. Wow. And to, to, to all of us that are uh, itching to do something about something, <laughs> instead of saying, oh, we can't do nothing, that was the conversation. Uh, if you remember, Jeff and Travis hashed it out, uh, the plan that, that Tactical Civics has in mind, and they're growing, he's saying, like crazy. They have over 500 chapters in... Uh, across you know all all states and and counties so their their idea is to basically uh start small local chapters of tactical civics groups of us like minded uh liberty loving uh people and as soon as we hit half of one percent uh across the nation then we basically, uh, according to their plan, uh, not it's, it, we introduce in our local commu- in our local county boards uh, the Tenth Amendment. Um, what is it called? Uh, um, grand jury, and all of us that are, that are volunteering, we become part of the grand jury movement. And the militia backs up the grand jury, so it's a marriage that goes hand in hand to hold every so-called in quotes officials accountable from not from straying and 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 not uh, answering to us, but answering to uh, alter- not, not uh, you know the the special interest uh, corporate uh, infiltrator groups um, that that are paying them. Mm. Um, to do their bidding. So basically, it's a Tenth Amendment movement to spread awareness, education, and then back it up with militia uh, to hold everybody accountable. So it was a it was a very, very, uh, solid, practical solution that is on the table that we can take a part in.
3: Mm.
0: I think I did listen, Alan. Did you? Did you, but I'll go back and listen again. Alan, did you I, have I, to I, catch I, I don't that show? believe
3: I did hear that. No.
5: Oh, okay, so um, maybe yeah. we should we should int- invite uh, Jeff Calhoun, and then and then the founder of Tactical Civics is David Zuniga. Zuniga, I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name. <laughs> and have a few more
0: more, more interviews and, and uh, you know. Let me have a listen. Uh, get- Let me have a listen, and I'll see what I can do. You know, because um, I might have heard it, and you know, it's kind of late night for me. I'm a I'm a morning person, and so if I heard it, I heard it in passing. And you know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: It's easy. We we just go to the schedule, click on the hit uh, hit hit Travis's link. It goes to the archives and listen
0: to the last. I will. No, I I listen to Travis when I get a chance. You know, it's a good voice from RBN. Appreciate it. Awesome. Okay, well, thanks for calling in, Jason. You know, always appreciate a different direction to go or maybe the this, this same direction. You know, um, I, I, I like our listeners. Well, I like some of them. Speaking of some of them that I like, here's uh, Miles in Maine. Thanks for calling in, man. Yeah, I, I'm sorry if I stirred you up with that hatred of Abbott that I have.
9: Yeah, good to hear you, Steve and Alan. Yeah, I don't understand that. Uh, that's kind of a short-sighted no. assessment, in my opinion, because
2: <laughs> okay. if you ask
9: me, well, if you ask me, nobody's done nothing other than Abbott, and people might mm-hmm. not like what he does. They can say stuff like that, but he's tried to put the uh, chains in the water or whatever he had there. He's tried to put that other little fence up that they come and tore down. So, what is the guy to do now? Here's the thing, okay? We didn't get one congressman, one senator, president, state representative. Nobody has done anything until uh, Abbott went ahead and sent them to the blue states, sent them to, to, to New York with Adams and sent them to uh, Illinois, Chicago with Brandon, whatever. And then when the Democrats' wrist starts to hurt, because Abbott's got a wrist lock on him now, Boy, suddenly now they don't want to be a sanctuary city. Yeah, so I like, like that. Never, yeah. ever, ever, even be a topic if Abbott didn't do what he did. So I applaud Abbott. I wish we mm-hmm. had more Abbots. because that was that's what needs to happen. Every one of these blue states should they should be on a plane headed for every blue state. So they overload their cities with the pibbed and Cloward plant
0: Yeah, see, okay? that's where we, like- where we do. That's where we disagree. I don't believe that um, that Abbott actually overloaded the blue cities. I think that Biden did, and the, these guys are the ones that are shipping, well, and they're just blaming Abbott, and Abbott's taking the credit. You know, I, well, I, well, I Abbott, so- Abbott
9: can show Abbott can show the flights, and Abbott can show the things he's done, and. When it comes down to the end of the day, the people that that they're given the credit to, uh, the politicians, the political figures are given the credit to Abbott. So I'll take that. You know, we're in a different <laughs> okay. era here, Steve. If we can get a victory doing anything, I think we need to take it and turn it um, on and duplicate it. And, and duplicate yeah. it. Because we're just not well, getting anywhere. We don't have any po- political solutions that are doing anything. This Congress and Senate does nothing. this Republican party they're the they're the party of the white flag. Every time I turn around they're surrendering. this Johnson guy is an absolute fool. how they came upon him out of midair wherever he come from, I don't know why they did that because there's capable there's other capable people there. A Thomas nasey would have been great, I think you know, but mm. uh, they're not they're not getting any of the place. So I think anywhere <clears throat> we can get even a partial victory. We have to take it and duplicate it, and not say, I, "Oh boy, I, we don't like this guy." You know, we had Ron Paul; he wasn't perfect for everybody either. Right, and that's the problem. No, like Ronald Reagan said, if you vote with me eighty percent of the time, you're not my enemy.
0: Hey, Miles, you make a lot of sense. Hey, let me—we're uh, backed up on calls, but let's okay, go to to Alan really Keep up quick. The
9: good work. And nice to hear you. God bless you guys, Alan and Steve
0: okay well thanks for calling in i do appreciate it you know alan you want to build on that or you have anything um, to say you know you that know was any
3: way of... that anyone is fighting against it you know I, I will say i will say god bless you you know um whatever means you you have you know if you're making other people more aware of what's of what's happening more power to you you know but um I, you know just what what he was bringing up you know uh it brings up, you know, like, like I talk about the power structure all the time, you know, the the, the behind the scenes, you know, Trump called it the swamp, you know, blah, blah, blah. Do you, you remember at one point, um, you know, Hillary Clinton, you know, some truth comes out of very evil people, be they Jew or, or female or whatever in the hell she is. You remember one time she, she said, <laughs> I sure am glad that the Council on Foreign Relations opened up a chapter in, in Washington, D.C. here so all we have to do to get our marching orders is go
0: across the street. Yeah, remember
3: when she said that?
0: Uh huh, I do. You know that's—I uh, I can't remember yeah, that, the that was, exact that was poop words coming out of a horse's ass. But yeah, yep. it's, uh, it's—it's amazing. All right, let's let's move on to the phones. Hey, James in Vancouver, heard you on Friday. How are you tonight? <clears throat> oh, you did?
8: Yes, sir. Um,
10: Well, um, on the 3rd...
3: I think it was a good thing. Which which show was that? Sorry, (laughs) You were on with me on Richard Carey's show there, James. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
10: yeah. Friday. (laughs) Uh, The 3rd, 4th of June of 1989, I was in Taiwan, listening to about two days of gunfire on the uh, radio channels. They had uh, cell phones in Beijing and... uh, we heard uh, the whole thing transmitted into Taiwan, and uh, there was a lot of gunfire. So um, by the time the kid uh, was in front of the tank, um, the whole place was shot to hell. In fact, if you looked at the front of the U.S. Embassy, was there, it was shot to pieces uh, as well, which indicated to me, and of course I can't uh, verify this, uh that there were actually gunfire coming from the roof of the U.S. Embassy, but that's, that's obviously not official. But uh, it was a very, uh, very uh, crazy time because the people in Taiwan were freaking out because they weren't sure at that point whether or not that president uh, who had just uh, got himself elected because Chiang Kai-shek's son had died a year before they weren't sure if uh, they were going to have to uh, in, try to invade China, or they were just going to let it uh, alone. So it was a it was
3: it was pretty uh, wild. But uh, mm. back to you guys. Yeah, um, I, I've got a, uh, the, the the gunfire. You know that you said you could see bullet marks on the embassy. What was that partisan gunfire, or was that Chinese military gunfire? You know because they they quelled those riots, and you know. I'm sure they killed a whole bunch of people that were out there trying to riot because you know they, they yeah. really don't give a damn about the people. Hell, they got a, what a billion and a half of them, you know. Um, so they've got to keep yeah. them cowed somehow. Do, 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 yeah, do you well, know what was, was, was this people? Was this people partisans, if you want to call them that, that had firearms that were revolting? I don't
10: or was know. Was that the that's, Chinese that's
1: military? military?
3: Yeah, that's, no.
10: I think that the military that was there, first of all, was from another part of China. Okay, oh yeah, these weren't. Uh, Peking uh, regulars. These were actually they call them in Chinese Bing, which means uh, children, child soldiers. And once, uh, once they got the, once the child soldiers did all the shoot up, and actually they took the child soldiers out and shot them. You can believe that. Oh my! I can
0: uh, believe.
10: Yeah. That, I guess. So, um, but I, I think it was. You something You think like they're going to repeat forces.
0: that? Sorry? You think they might? Re- do you think they might repeat that whole scenario over here in the, the, the corporate United States of America?
10: Well, this no. Exactly. The thing is, if you if you never have experienced what China can do um, with its ops, then it's difficult to say. Well, who are these people coming into the United States? Apparently, twelve thousand a day are crossing the border. Now, I had this kid here. I was teaching physics to. I don't know if you heard this story a couple months ago, uh, back in 2023, October, something like that. Every Friday he's taken, I've said, i got to go to Texas. So I say, okay, you know, see you later. Finally, he comes back to class. I asked him, I said, what are you, what are you doing down in Texas? Are you meeting with other students? He says, no, I'm, I, we go, I go to Brownsville. I said, Brownsville's on the border. What are you doing on the board? He says, I'm helping the illegals. Cross, right? <laughs> You got a Canadian. Uh, I think he's Chinese. Chinese from China, but of course he's been here quite a few years. Speaks really good English. He's down there helping, right? And I they need interpreters, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I said, like, Are these guys all guys all got phones across. And he says, well, if they don't got phones, we tra- we put trackers on them, like GPS. See? And I'm asking him, like, what about the food and all that? Oh, yeah, we got food coming in, you know, big semi-loads of stuff. This is on a grand scale. This is a op. Yeah. This is a black op or a deep state op. And I, you know, yeah, Biden's there. He's, he's the uh, pretender in chief. And you got, yeah, you got uh, Abbott. Of course, I know that. And you got the mayor of New York. Curtis Sliwa calls him Eric Adams, swagger man without a plan, right? These guys are just jokers because the deep state's doing this. There's nothing they can do.
3: Back to you. To all right.
6: Yeah, you, you, hey, you
3: thanks. For... Curtis Sliwa, you, you, remember, you remember what was it, the Guardian Angels? You know, they were trying to keep people safe on the subways. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, all kinds of stuff was brought to bear against them because they were actually trying to help yeah. people and make it safe. And right. they were doing the cops' jobs, and, and uh, they were pretty well ran out on a rail, weren't they? Right. Well, you know, of course, you can you see uh, Abbott is sending them
10: to New York City, and and yeah, New York's going crazy. But the, uh, the the mayor of New York and all those politicians they can't do anything, and they're putting these uh, illegals all over in all kinds of places. That uh, uh, like uh, they're going to put them on some kind of runway, and Sliwa says that runway floods, and sure enough, <laughs> it might just flood, and it's cold, and it's all kinds of mm-hmm. a mess going on there. Because all this yeah. stuff, you see, so. Hey, anyway, thanks for calling, you James. You, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, talk we've to
0: you later. Bye. got a few people and no minutes whatsoever. Well, a couple of minutes. Hey, let's go quick. Uh, Dave in Iowa. Dave. Hello? Hello. Oh, I can just barely hear you. Okay, I'll talk louder. How's yeah, that? Can you weird. hear me? I'm all right. right.
11: Yeah, I noticed uh, Dave Von Kleist being on the on the Army RB, and Network. Uh, there's a lot of information about him if you go to uh, uh, Hanoi Joyce Riley on a search uh-huh. engine. Uh, oh yeah, and go click down to the Power Hour thing. Have you have you done
0: that? I I'm familiar with the stories that you're you're you're, you're referencing. Yes.
11: Yeah, you know, there's a lot of Nazi stuff, and I was kind of surprised to hear he was on.
0: Yeah, a there's a... Show, but
11: there's an awful lot of not-so-great not information about him on that, on that website there's, thing.
0: There's a lot of finger-pointing all sorts of places. I don't know what's the truth. Do you think that's the truth?
11: Um, I don't know. There's something about Nazis and his history and the Joyce Riley. They talk about
0: she what, never what, was in
11: what, the what army. She wasn't a captain. She never went overseas. She never did anything.
0: So,
3: who knows? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, hey, I, I agree. Dave, I'll, I'll say all, all we can do is the best we can. Take in the information. Use your own discernment to figure out if it's fact or fiction. You know, that, that's really all yeah. we can do. You know The infiltration is so deep. Um, you know, and... Who can you trust 100,000%, you know? It's hard to say. You know, uh, we, we all have our own, uh, we live our own lives in our own local areas. We see different things. The, the best we can do is discern, discern for ourselves what we perceive and, you know, what, what we see in our environment, what is truth, you know, or more truth and what is less truth. That's all we can do, my friend.
11: Yeah, nobody <laughs> said it was easy.
0: <laughs> you're, you're right. It was you're easy. Everyone to be doing it, Dave. Hey, thanks for calling, man. I'd I'd love to get deeper into that, I think. Well, at least uh, flesh it out a little bit. But I got a couple more callers. Maybe next week, if you want to call in, we can chat a little bit about the power hour, all that nonsense. Okay. Hey, thanks. Um, Let's go on to Mike in Arizona. Uh, Arizona. Hey, Mike. What's going on, man?
12: Yes, good morning. The... Somebody had brought up earlier about Mark Cornkey and you know running around with Stat Miller and yeah. all that before and somebody had said they had lost track of Cornkey. I have some contact information. If you've got a paper and pencil, I can uh, give that information down. He broadcasts well, like three hours yeah, a
0: day in the evening. I, I he's still at like radio three point four mg dot com or something like that. I uh, well, go ahead. Yeah, I think give- it's yeah it's
12: pbn dot mgcom Okay. But, uh, you can listen live on a telephone call-in like we can do here at RBN. And the telephone number is 667-770-1524. That's 667 770 and then it'll come up and ask for the access code, and that's 957-464, and then the pound sign. And he's on, uh, it's Arizona time. Uh, you have to figure it out from where you're at, but it's Monday through Friday uh, from 3 to 5 p.m., and then they take a break, and then he's on 6 to 7 p.m., and also on the six to seven hour, they're also on uh, WBCQ the Planet at six point one six zero.
3: Wow! Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, Mark Mark used to be on on uh, Joe McNeil's, you know, Micro Effect Radio. Also, yep. you know, back in back when that was still around. And um, you know, I, I've actually met Mark Cornkey a couple of times. You know, him and his sidekick Don Betcher. You know uh, met met those guys. Uh, Quite interesting to talk to. Um, definitely in person. It, it was uh, quite an experience. <laughs>
12: yep, absolutely. One, one last thing here, real quick. All right. Uh, you're talking about uh, roly poly sending people. Um, you know, he's only doing about 13% of the illegal aliens, and it's uh, 70% of the people are being shipped around is done by Biden, but the media yeah. always skews that towards Abbott. And there was, uh, as a prime example, down there on the Texas border, there's some park. And Abbott chased out the border patrol along there. Yeah. And then uh, brought in the National Guard and the DPS. And there was <laughs> supposedly some mother and children drowned crossing the Rio Grande. And now that story's oh, been disproven. Yeah. It never even happened at all.
0: Play me a violin. Here we go again. Thanks for the call. Really appreciate it. Um, yep. Wish yep. we had more time. I'm going to try to squeak one more caller in. Uh, Harley, you got a couple minutes. Let's see what you got. Hello? Mr. Harley. Hello, Harley.
7: Okay. Yeah, I didn't hear my name. But real quick um, so who's bringing these illegals across the border?
0: The Multinationals. Yeah, well, yeah. the
7: enemy of my country, that's who's bringing them in. So the Constitution defines aiding and abetting the enemy as treason. I say these governors, Florida, Texas, shipping them all over the country, are guilty of treason. They are aiding and abetting the enemy in distribution of these criminals all around my country. That is treason, plain and simple. And That's what I have to say.
3: You're not going to find any argument from me, my friend. Yeah, I what, what do they do with with what do they, what do, they do with traitors? Uh, they're hung along light posts along Main Street. They Either that, or they get they, medals. They, yeah, on they, on they square, might get medals. Out the courthouse. Absolutely.
7: Yep. That's what's yep, happened to all these traitors, including the governors, that are distributing these criminals all over my country. A military in action. Also, <laughs> it, it was brought on TV. On Sunday, Ted uh, Koppel he interviewed them during the Reagan era when they were coming across. And he said, they were telling us then, they were bringing military people in, civilian clothes, across the border. And that's what's going on now.
0: Yep. Yeah, kind of sucks. It's like we're going to be at Red Dawn at some point in time, it, it looks like. And it's not going to be flushed out like the Red Dawn the first red dawn movie they're not going to parachute in they just walked in <laughs> wow if that happens absolutely it's
3: uh yeah, so, they'll, wow. just, they'll just have to go to a local depot and open a shipping container full of ak-47s or or rpgs and whatever else is in there yeah
7: well it's been revealed they're already putting them on the alleys of chicago uh, several
0: yep. years ago i'm sure hmm. going to pick them up man this is a right. depressing sunday show well,
7: I, I, I see them at the local, large, you know, locally owned store at home here where they're in there. And there's some of them are whitish, but you can't understand a word they're saying.
0: Hey, how, what's the solution to this, Harley? Do you have one? Sorry, well, I don't I, I don't need you to solve it. You know, I don't think there's well, a solution. Like, you
7: know, I could go in to my opinion to a degree, you know, but I yeah. really don't have a lot of
0: time. No, nah, we're you know, in the last couple minutes.
7: Well, that, that's yeah. what I figure. Maybe you have something else you want to finish up with. But, you know, I just hear this being talked about now and then on the radio, and nobody calls it what it is, treason. I've yeah. been telling people for years it's treason. Several years well, back, they blew up the largest blast furnace in America, inland steel. It was built by our military for fighting World War II. It was in perfect working order, they said, but they destroyed it, and I called that treason. And I said it treason. Now they—they, they, I mean, it was it such, was such a big thing. It was on local television, on the news. They—they they did a whole program on it, and showed it being blown down and everything. And I told everybody at that time, I said, that is treason.
0: That is a military. Well, Harley, you know if. I agree with you on on a lot of this stuff, that they treason. The question is, in the future, when they look back, are they going to have the ability to look and say, that was treason? Or, well, is there a future?
7: (laughs) If we win, that's a possibility. If we lose, that will never happen.
0: There you go. See you guys later. See you guys later and
3: Take All care, Bride. Right. Okay. Red
0: Pill Politics out. coming up next. Had a more take care.
2: Connection with the spirit world. Learned as a community and equally taught every boy and girl.